At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's welcome in TJ Hushmanzada, former Pro Bowl wide receiver. You hear him on Up On Game, Saturdays on... Uh, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, TJ, let's let's start with last night. Was that more about Washington or Philadelphia? Oh, that was all Philadelphia. They didn't play well. They turned the ball over a ton. Um, they didn't have the refs on their side. It felt like, at least for me watching that game, it was like every call went against Philadelphia at a terrible time. And they just didn't play well. And for you to turn the ball over three times, defensively, I believe Washington ran the ball 49 times. That's a ton. Philly, they just got some bad calls and they didn't play well. It happens. They weren't going to go 17-0. So whether they lose yesterday, they lose next week or two, three weeks, they're, they're going to lose another game or so. Um, bring them back down to earth. But it was, for me, more Philadelphia than anything else. Can you win big in the playoffs with Jalen Hurts as your quarterback? Oh, you can win big in the playoffs for sure with Jalen Hurts. I mean, people want all oh, the playoffs are such a different game, and it is because the pressure and what that stake is more. But Jalen Hurts is just his personality. Is, he's not going to make the game more than what it is. He, he's not going to say, oh, my God, this is a playoff game. He's just going to go out there and play football. And if they play turnover-free football, I see some people, oh, they'll lose in a first. The Eagles will not lose in the first round of the playoffs. That's not going to happen. They, the team around Jalen Hurts, Where's the weakness? Where, where's the weakness? They're good up front on offense. They have guys on the outside. They have a good run game. They're good up front on the defensive line. They're good on the back end. The Eagles have a very good football team. 
Uh, I think the weakness is the quarterback, isn't it? You, you could say that, but when the quarterback is quarterbacking a team that was 8-0 heading into last night, I wouldn't call it a weakness because a weakness at quarterback, uh, you're not going to be 8 no. You're, you're going to be a lot worse than that. So I wouldn't say he's a weakness. It's unknown what he can do in the playoffs because he hasn't done it. But in order to get experience, you have to get experience. Okay, fair, fair enough. I mean, the one playoff game against Tampa didn't go well, but it's, that, that was only his first playoff start. That's completely fair. Um, okay, you were in, you're in Cincinnati. Who was your center? We had Rishi Brown, and then we uh, he got hurt, and we had Eric Geitschek. What were they like? Richie Brown, when we lost Richie Brown, that's when I realized, wow, centers are very important. And no disrespect to Eric Geitschek, but it was just a different dynamic with Richie Brown and Eric Geitschek, and it was very, very noticeable. Centers are probably, next to quarterback, in my opinion, one of the most important uh, pieces on offense. And, and and again, I haven't been in NFL locker rooms, so what I'm relating to you is what I think and what I've been told. You, it's what you know. But I think with centers, there's a little different acceptance with, with, with the rest of the team, right? They're not paid, you know, two times what everybody else makes. Most times, they're like the least athletically gifted of anybody on offense. Right? All the rest of the offensive linemen are like 6'4 to 6'7". Unbelievable, unbelievable players, right? They're like 5'11", 6'1", grinders that they have to make up for it with, with their ability to be tough, relate to people, and be smart. Is all that fair? 100%. The best centers, uh, they communicate very well because you have to. And they're smart because when they tell the guards – what is what that guard now relays that to the tackle. You have to trust that. You have to trust that the information you're getting is correct. And so centers are smart. And some centers, they meet with quarterbacks and they kind of go over who they want to the ideas of Mike and certain things of that nature. Or some quarterbacks may take over. But centers are important in it's the communication. It's understanding football. It's being smart. And I see where you're going with this with Jeff Saturday. He has all of that because he did it for a long time at a high level. So my, my point would be, I understand he hadn't coached. I, I get it. Okay? I get it. But there's something different to being a player. And in any guy you're going to hire for an interim, you're not going to find anybody perfect. Right? There's just not anybody who's perfect. I, I, I just I want to see how it plays out. I'm interested in it. It's And, and you and I, have. it's like... You know this, and you, you wouldn't sell anybody out. I'm not as good a guy as you are. But we've all worked with people who have all the accomplishments, and then they're at broadcasting, and they just show up and wing it. And then we've met with people who, all the accomplishments, and you're like, dude, they have a notebook on every player and every play and everything. And their level of preparation is ridiculous. Like, they're going in like they're playing this Sunday. Is that, is that fair as well? Some guys just get it, Doug. Some guys just get it. And I, I don't... And, and I'm going to record. I was shocked by the hire. Me too. I wouldn't say I agreed or disagreed with it. I would like to see him succeed. So you show the powers that be that there's more than one way to skin a cat. Yes. But 100%, there, some people just get it. They can re, A head coach is a psychologist. I can relate to everyone. I can communicate and talk to everyone, and each conversation is different, and it's not odd or out of place. Hire good assistant coaches, 
make sure we are all on the same page, they could have folded against the Raiders. They were down. They didn't. They competed. They got down. They took the lead. They got down. They took the lead. you got to give Jeff Saturday his credit now. Whether he can sustain this, I don't know. But I would like to see him succeed so that other players that would like to be in his position will get an opportunity. Dion has been standing for the longest. I want to coach in the National Football League, but I'm not going to start in the basement when the guy that's in the penthouse, I feel I know more than him. Correct. So hopefully this can be a start of a trend. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's interesting. Dion's actually said he doesn't want to coach in the NFL because he doesn't think he can coach those guys at with their one ego. Point, at one point, he did. But yeah, he I know. felt like, oh, you're going to be the DB coach and you you got to work your way up. And he's like, work my way up. I played X amount of years. That was working my way up. Well, listen, I, again, and I'll just be honest. Like, I don't think I know more. Like, I, I do, I understand, like, especially basketball coaching. You learn a lot every time you coach. And I, I it's a little bit like speed dating with all the different coaching I'm doing now, the different teams. But I, I would, like, you know, no, I have not. I've literally been to every practice. I know exactly how I'd, I've executed practice. I've built teams. And then play, when you play point guard, it's like playing catcher. It's like playing center. Like you see all those things. And this, the, the thing that I think people miss the most, they're so convinced that X and O and that's how you win. Head coaches, it's, we're all in the people business. You've got to be able to talk to people. And when you're a center and you're six feet tall and you don't have the athletic, but you've got to be able to relate to all these dudes to earn their respect, to understand them, where, to, to get them to do what you want them to do, to, to, to get it all to work together. It's the same thing. That's why point guards and catchers and I think centers make the, make the best coaches. Wide receivers, no disrespect to you personally, but most of them are about themselves. Right, that's the nature of that position. Is it's about you. I want the ball. Give me the ball. I'm not scared of catching the ball and getting hit. I think everybody, to a certain degree, is about themselves. Everybody, everybody, every position to a certain degree is about themselves. As long as it meshes with the team, though, because if I'm a quarterback and I'm not getting protection, but we're running the ball well. They still want to throw the ball. Is that about the team or is that about themselves? And so receivers, for the most part, the majority of receivers, they just really pay attention to the receiver part of the game. The receivers that are really smart, and we'll just talk about the guys that are playing today, that when I hear them talk, I'm like, ah, he knows the game. Cooper Cup, he knows the game. Randy Moss, because of the perception, but when you heard him talk, you could tell, ah, he knew the game. And so there's always exceptions to the rule, but I think in every sport, every player, every position, to a certain degree, it's always about themselves first. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of TJ Eschmanzada. Okay, so you watched them against the Raiders. What did you think of, of the team and how, how they were prepared, how they coached? They played well. Um, was surprised that Matt Ryan wasn't started back in the starting lineup, but Jeff Saturday knew Matt Ryan gave him the best chance to win. Now – can they compete week in and week out? The Raiders were a bad football team heading into this game. And so everybody, oh, there's no way they can lose to the Colts. Now let's see them play a football team that's not as dysfunctional as the Raiders, and let's see how this plays out. I'm, I'm curious. Just because of how they played on Sunday, that's a success. Now he can add on that. He can start stacking pluses and wins on top of each other, they do that. That locker room is going to believe in him because of what has gone on. But 
trust and believe. Those assistant coaches, when that hire happened, guarantee every one of them was like, this is some BS. This is some BS. That first meeting, they're probably sitting there, and this is some BS. Oh, okay, I kind of like what he's saying. Because you're either on or you're off. And they had no choice but to be on. But they didn't agree with it. But because they're professionals, they can put their pride to the side and say, we're going to do this for the Indianapolis Colts, and this is not about me. Hey, uh, what about the Raiders? Why are they such a mess? What? That I mean, is... I, look, I, I, you don't, you don't, I know you don't have Darren Waller. You don't have Hunter Renfro. But you're not, you're, but, you're but they had those guys. This year, you're a better team this year than you were last year. But this is what happens. Devontae Adams is really good in the slot. Oh, Hunter Renfro is his best in the slot. He really can't play on the outside. So what do you do? Oh, Darren Waller's a tight end who kind of plays in the slot as well. And so they have three guys that operate best out of the slot. And, yes, Devontae Adams is really good on outside. But you can give him great mismatches in the slot, but Hunter Renfro is not really good on the outside. Josh McDaniels needs to figure out what works because Derek Carr showed last year he can lead. Derek Carr showed last year in the face of adversity he can get it done. So this ain't on Derek Carr. This on Josh McDaniels because Derek Carr showed us last year with everything that happened to the Raiders, from the coach being fired to the tragedy with Henry Ruggs and a woman losing her life and to Damian, to Damian Arnett with that situation, Derek Carr showed he can get it done. So this is 100% all on Josh McDaniels. Um, are the Packers, is that replicable, their performance? No, they're done. Packers are done. They won't go to the playoffs. I, I figure they wouldn't. When the season, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play football. He's a game manager right now. He's throwing the ball 20 times. He threw the ball 20 times. Aaron Rodgers threw the ball 20 times. Cowboys didn't play great. Are you really going to run a ball over 40 times for over 200 yards every game? No. And so I don't believe they can continue to play this style of football and win games. No. Hmm. Okay. Um, that's, I mean, your stuff's awesome. Uh, okay, l- last thing. Last thing. Help me out with the Chargers. Like, I want to believe, and I know they don't have Bosa, and they're going to at some point get him back, and you don't have Keenan, you don't have Mike Williams. I get it. But, I mean, you sur- they survive a couple of these bad teams, and then they lose again this weekend in a game they could have won. I, I mean, is this – and, and the-, the Raiders stink, the Broncos stink, the Chiefs are the Chiefs. They play them again this weekend, but should have won the ni- game against the Niners. Didn't do it. Thoughts on the Chargers? At some point, Brandon Staley is going to have to be that defensive guru that he's supposed to be. You can't be a defensive coach and your side of the ball is what's holding us back. Joe Lombardi is going to have to figure out a way without Keenan Allen and Mike Williams to play football to where it's best for Herbert, not what's best for what you want to call. And so let's figure out what's worked. Let's get creative. Let's do some misdirection. Herbert's a super athlete. Let's kind of move the pocket. Let's get him out of the pocket. Let's run some plays that where our receivers don't necessarily always have to win, the design of the play gets them open. But most importantly, Brandon Staley must fix his side of the ball. You are a defensive coordinator. Uh, That can't hold us back. If anything, it needs to be the offense. 
Justin Herbert can only do so much. The Chargers, uh, I picked him to win the division, so I hope they turn this around, but it's not looking good. It is, it is not. You're the best, Hoosh. Can't wait to hear you on Up on Game. Thanks so much for joining us. Doug, take care of him, man. Keep up the great work. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.